Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hey, y'all. I'm Karista, and thank you so much for tuning in today's episode of Love Always Self. We are super excited to have on a special guest today, Kate Cook. She is here to talk about her life journey and what led her to create her business, Light Within Coaching. Kate is a spiritual self-love coach, energy healer, and her mission is to teach other light workers how to align with her higher, their higher self, excuse me, not just hers, and using spiritual teachings of unconditional self-love as the guide for healing and self-discovery. Kate, hey, Hi. thank you so much for joining us. And welcome. welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This is so special and wonderful. I really appreciate this. Oh yes. my gosh. So Yes, go ahead. Did you already have a question? I have, I have so many questions. Um, you know, I follow you. I follow you on TikTok. You're absolutely like every time you post something, you're just spot on. Um, and and I just feel like, you know, the journey that you've been on that you've shared so far has is so similar, including for myself on like how you kind of got there. So um, for our audience that might not um, have seen your, you know, TikToks or your social media posts or uh, your site or anything like that before, um, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and like how you got to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to give you the cliff notes, right? Because as okay. all of us, our journeys are just twisting and turning. So let's see, I started my spiritual journey when I was 13, so about 20 years ago, and um, I'd grown up in a pretty chaotic household, and I didn't have my own space, so I would just go in the bathroom and open my chakras and meditate, and that was how I really found, you know, peace and stillness, and so throughout, you know, my um, adolescence growing up in 20s, my exploration of consciousness expansion and spirituality was really gradual. Um, I'm super blessed because a lot of other star seeds that I talk to now, their awakening was just like ripped open the last couple of years, but very jarring. I was very blessed that my progression was very gradual. And in tandem with this, along this whole time, I always knew that my role here was to help people with their health in some capacity. And um, based on the level of consciousness I had at the time, in undergrad, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. So I was studying biology and chemistry and psychology, um, just really focused on the physical vessel. Fortunately, I didn't go to medical school. That was not aligned for me. <laughs> and um, I ended up pivoting and doing holistic nutrition. And at that time, I was still just very focused on, you know, the physical body, but still always having this very strong foundation of spirituality kind of percolating as I don't want to say in the background because it was always my lifestyle, right? And so as time went on and I started pivoting into health coaching, my higher selves, my uh, my guidance started coming in being like, Kate, 
weave spirituality into your practice. <laughs> it's important. I don't know how to do this. Right. And so a couple of years ago, I, I learned about being um, a Pleiadian starseed and I had my first contact with one of my higher selves, my Pleiadian higher self. And in this last year, fortunately, as I continued building this relationship, I was then introduced to one, two, three of my other higher selves. So now I've been able to connect with four of my higher selves in various other, other dimensions. Um, and at this point, they started pivoting me into doing more spiritual life coaching, self-love coaching. And so my main mission here that was revealed to me more and more over time, right? It's, I, I had been shown that I've been a healer in many other lifetimes, but young Kate could only perceive that as well. That must mean I must be a doctor or okay, then I'm a clinical nutritionist. And over time I was like, you know what? It's, it's, I really zoomed out of just this physical 3D reality and I'm much more connected to energy healing, spiritual healing, emotional and mental healing at this point. So the, the but the grander mission that I was shown in the last year was I'd had what I consider to be my like true awakening in 2017, in which I was shown this vision. Um, I was in this 432 hertz sound healing meditation and my higher self just like put me in this ball of light and pulled me out into the cosmos. And they were just teaching me all these things about the sun and the earth and vibration. And eventually I was taken down to this really small planet, like way deep out in space. And I remember getting off the ship and walking through this like stone temple and there was all this alien gold script on the walls. And as I ran my hand through it, it just shimmered like a spell on the wall. And I looked down and I'm wearing these robes and I open up into this bigger room with this half circle table. And there's all these other beings wearing the same robes sitting down at this council table. And the next thing I heard was you're part of the council, one of the many councils in the universe um, that's looking for, not looking for, but that's involved in overseeing the vibrational raising of our universe to back to source essentially. So made a lot of sense that as we're going through the ascension, I had to come down and, and serve for that. So my role now is really to hold space for other light workers, star seeds, healers to do their inner work, to do uh, their vibrational upgrades and raising so that we can be out there serving our divine assignments. Oh wow. That sums Just, it up. <laughs> like, I, I, I've got like full body chills, like me too, multiple, like it feels like multiple layers and waves. <laughs> I love this. And I am just like, uh, kind of speechless, <laughs> but, but I, I think it is just so cool because I, I have a medical background. I've been a nurse for almost 20 years. And this is something that's really been nagging at me, this loss of spiritual awareness and connection in that, um, uh, space of wellness. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, I, I wanted to ask you, um, how did you know at such a young age to utilize meditation and working on your chakras? Yeah, so that was, oh man, so blessed. Uh, so my childhood best friend, um, she goes by Crystal Consciousness on TikTok. She's like a, a, a very successful psychic medium. And uh, she's always, just always been really tapped in. And um, she, her uncle was dating this um, like hippie woman when we were really young and she introduced her to meditation. And then she then introduced me to meditation. And wow. so we would like sit there do guided meditations for each other and like, you know, help each other open our chakras and just started tuning in and tapping into our energy. So I can't 100% take credit for how that popped into my life. But once I had it, I just knew at a very young age, like this was a really important and valuable practice that I needed wow. to continue nurturing and expanding into. What a blessing to have that at such a young age, such yeah. a great tool yeah. to help you through life. Exactly. Yeah. So 
at, at <clears throat> what point, and sorry, I'm a little jumping all over the yeah, place. Little, great. I'm just super excited. I didn't um, put a whole lot of information out there. So, so <laughs> I got questions too, so, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you started off doing health coaching and how many years did you do that? And what was the catalyst that really um, allowed you to start integrating more of the spiritual aspect into that health coaching? Absolutely. Yeah. So I started as a holistic nutritionist and I was working with a naturopathic doctor and I was creating these, you know, uh, therapeutic diet plans for people. And over time, you know, I would just give them the diet plan. And just as they told us in grad school, they were like, people aren't actually going to follow this. And so I started really diving into that of why. And I was like, oh, it, it's, it's not the food, that's the problem. It's their relationship to food. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started pulling out and being like, okay, just strictly doing like clinical nutrition isn't actually solving the problem. So I pivoted to health coaching. And as I was exploring health coaching, what I then saw was, oh, it's not their relationship to food. That's the problem. It's the relationship to themselves. Mm -hmm. It's a relationship to themselves. So then I really started diving into my own self-love journey, um, which of course, you know, as all of us healers are, all of our clients are just a mirror of us. And so all the tools that I was gaining as I was deepening my connection to my higher selves and my, my uh, spiritual practice, then started becoming mirrored in my work. And I started realizing that in order to heal one's relationship to self, it's about becoming an embodiment of unconditional love. It's about coming back into the heart space. And this is how we connect to our higher self. This is how we're able to transcend the limited limitations of ego consciousness and mm -hmm. step into our most expanded version. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> yeah, right? Can I get an amen? Get an amen. <laughs> that is on point. I'm, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to jump in now. So I, I have this, um, really weird moment just a second ago when you said about seeing the hieroglyphs and, and that you can run your hands across it. Mm -hmm. I've actually, um, had a repeating dream since I was a kid, um, of this like cave like system. And in the cave, it was like a lot of like little fire pits or torches and stuff. And then on the walls were these gold like hieroglyphs. And I still never could understand what it means. Um, and you're the first person I've heard repeat something that I've dreamt like about that specifically. So that's wild. <laughs> Fascinating. I actually recently heard about that. There's this like, um, caves, crystal cave system on Sirius B or Sirius A. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. So if that resonates, I don't know if you know about that the does. Syrian star seed or not, but yeah. <laughs> okay. That's wild. That just blew my mind yeah. too. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, you know, a lot of times those of uh, us that practice tapping in, um, you know, people kind of assume that we are tapped in all the time and that's just kind of ruling right. our day-to-day -day lives. And that's really just not the case. Like we still are humans and we're still mm -hmm. experiencing all the human things. And that also means confusion because we're here for this experience as well as enlightening others that there are more experiences to have. Right. So tell me, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to know, like, what are some of the, uh, techniques that you use to tap in you know, to your guides, because that's something that is mm -hmm. hard sometimes to explain. Um, and, and then when it you have, when it happens to you and there's no one right path, right, there's right. different ways, so many different gateways. And it's just right. going to be based on, you know, your perception, your conditioning, like what modalities of connection serve you the best at that point in your evolution. So, you know, obviously I've been meditating for about 20 years. So meditation was always my primary form of connection. And what was really interesting, actually, Growing up, I always referred to my connection to spirit as my higher self. Mm -hmm. I just knew that it was my own consciousness that was informing my guidance. 
Um, but when I actually made contact with my pleading higher self, it, it truly was as simple as making myself available in meditation. So a couple of times I had done these guided meditations where I was like, okay, I'm creating space to contact you now. I'm here for you to talk to me, but I was freaked out. You know, I didn't know what to expect. So I was like, I have no idea what's about to happen. Are they going to actually physically come to me? You know, what's going to happen? Um, and I'm mostly clear, clear audience. So anytime I'm channeling, I'm just sort of hearing a, a stream. Um, so what happened was I literally just, I got into a deep state of meditation and I just reached out and said, okay, I'm ready. And my experience was, I just felt this wave of like, just really high vibrational, like love calming energy just drop into my crown chakra straight to my heart. And I just felt instantly at peace. And then I just felt this warm presence. And I just, I remember hearing like, hello, like, I'm here. It's like, oh, this isn't bad at all. This is all this is like fabulous. <laughs> so right now it's primarily meditation. Um, breath work has also been a very powerful medicine for me as well. Essentially, anytime I can get into a flow state. So, you know, using yoga, spending time in nature, getting to a place of neutrality where I can really take time to just quiet the mind and create any amount of space, you know, just kind of turn, turn, tune the frequency and get all the white noise out of there. Mm -hmm. Then my higher selves are able to come through. Oh, that's awesome. How are you able to delineate multiple higher selves? Yeah. So that, and that was going to be my, I knew we were going to go here next. So I was like, well, I should probably <laughs> clarify what this experience is like. So it was absolute hell in the beginning of uh, my, my journey of making connection because I just did not trust what was coming through. You know, I had all mm -hmm. of this like very um, logic based, you know, material science, empirical yes. part of me that was constantly um, undermining what I was hearing mm -hmm. and just thinking like, oh, I could, either, I could easily be making this up. Like, this is what came through, but I don't know. So now it's, it's two things. Um, being able to distinguish between which one of my higher selves is um, the vibration that I connect to feels mm -hmm. distinctly different. And also the language is a little bit different. So when it's my pleading higher self, it's like this calm, quiet voice in the back. Um, and my angelic higher self, it's similar, but she just has this like, really, I just, I feel full body peace when she's mm. present with me. Um, and my Octarian higher self, it's, they typically talk, I, I believe Octarians operate within like this hive mind kind of thing. So they'll often use language like we, we would like you to do this. Mm. We would like you to do that. Um, and my Andromedan higher self, it's, I always get an, a visual of him. That's like this sort of magician, like presence in front of like a space backdrop. And he also just has this more like kind of like dense um, energy. So I would say it's it's the way that I feel vibrationally when I contact with them, make contact with them. That makes so much sense. And Absolutely. I love so much that I can speak openly with you, with you guys about this because <laughs> yes. a lot of other platforms be like, this lady is straight up crazy. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, we, we're in alignment. Yeah. <laughs> this is totally a safe space for sure. <laughs> So many experiences that, you know, and, and I try to tell people that, you know, even on our platform, because I'm not going to lie, sometimes I still deal with the, they're going to think I'm nuts, you know, like, <laughs> because that's what we were trained to believe after all this time. And it's just finally trying to normalize this and that it's not as taboo as, you know, or taboo as everyone is made it out to be. This is something we all can do. We can all tap in and, and learn these types of things. Um, so speaking of, uh, like learning, what was probably the one thing that you tried to hold on to when you were learning how to, you know, connect with your higher self? Like, what was that? Like, did you use any other modalities outside of meditation, like crystals or things of that nature? Yeah, I, I did. So 
once I realized when I stepped into becoming a, a spiritual coach and starting my own business, I was like, okay, I have to become the best version of myself and get rid of all of my limitations and all of my emotional baggage and transcend the ego because all of this is going to show up in my business. It's going to be mirrored right back to me. So if I want to actually reach my full potential and have a level of impact that I'm being guided, that I'm intended to be here for, I really got to figure my issue out. So my full-time job then became raising my vibration. And so I've been, I've just become very, very selective of what I share my energy with. So of course, obviously my diet, back, you know, nutrition background, food is medicine has always been yes. um, a philosophy that I've really mm -hmm. resonated with. So, you know, the diet, the, um, you know, high vibrational environments, um, and then of course, all the, the practices of, of nourishing the energy as well. So I would say, you know, being able to connect to your higher self, anybody can do it, but it does require you to attune your frequency to be able to be a vibrational match to them. So over time, as I continued raising my vibration, I was able to make contact with my consciousness in higher and higher dimensions. So first it was the Pleiadian uh, higher self that came through, then it was the angelic, then it was the Octarian, then it was the Andromedan. Mm -hmm. And so it was just this like consistency and showing up and being you know, learning about my energy more, being very conscious of how my vibration was affected by Every, anything and everything, right? Since everything is energy, we are energy, it all matters. Um, and becoming just, you know, very uh, diligent and specific about making sure that my vibration was nourished and protected at all times, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as much as humanly possible, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, you said that you grew up in kind of a tumultuous, borderline abusive, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what you said? Um, uh, environment. And you mentioned that you felt like you needed to deal with a lot of that uh, trauma before you're presenting yourself as a spiritual coach, but are you still dealing with stuff? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Um, I, you know, I feel like the, as I'm sure you both agree with this, like the healing process never ends, yeah. right? There's, as we continue to evolve and we expand our consciousness, your higher self will show you more little nuggets of places where ego is hiding, right? As you shine yeah. light into these corners, ego no longer has anywhere to hide. Mm -hmm. But the, that the, those those shadows go back far, yeah. right? And so I'm constantly, you know, when I stepped into this container for myself, of like, okay, show me everything, show me everything that's standing in my way from from being an embodiment of my higher self. Um, I was hit really hard for all of last year. And I think most of us were, you know, 2021 was really, the theme was just like shedding, mm -hmm. releasing, shedding, releasing. Um, and I'm so grateful 2022 is more about, okay, now let's embody, let's get to a place of feeling good. Let, let's mm -hmm. embody that 5D unity consciousness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, of course, you know, all of us have really deep hardwired programming and some of my programming that really, some of it's just really sticky. And it's incredible. Like once you create the awareness of, of that programming, you start seeing it everywhere, every interaction that you show up to, every conversation you have with yourself, you're like, oh, there it is. There it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> send some light, send some light. So yes, it's 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 an endless process of shadow work. Um, I feel like balance the shadow and light work. And how have you used your own journey through healing to guide your clients? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you can only teach what you know. Um, and because I have this, you know, kind of diverse background in um, holistic healing modalities, I just have various tools. So any tool that I've used on myself, I'm then able to bring into my work. And I'm constantly looking to expand my tool belt because you know all of us respond to things differently. And I want to be able to offer as many different varieties as I can. But yes, it's, it's only ever things that I've used in my own healing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And do you ever refer people out to other specialties as well? I haven't had too many of those come up. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes when people come to me, it's been like, you know, I've been in therapy for a really long time and I still just can't get past this. 
Yeah. Or I've tried everything under the sun and there's the, there's still something that hasn't clicked. And so, you know, I, my higher self, my pleading higher self had showed me that I have contracts with many different star seeds. And so when people come to me, it's like, you felt familiar. And I just felt like I needed to contact you. I'm like, yeah, well, it's because uh -huh. we probably have a contract and you've tried all yep. these things to get to your frequency to a certain point. And now we need to bring in, you know, our higher selves here up there, have a contract, going to communicate through me and, you know, I love that because yeah. uh, when, when Shira found you, she actually said, I just feel like we already know her. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I just like, feel so yeah. familiar. <laughs> I was I actually, agree, actually, yeah. When, when we started talking, mm -hmm. I was wondering, I was like, mm -hmm. yeah. do I know her from somewhere? Like, wait a minute. She looks so familiar <laughs> to me. <laughs> I get that a lot. I get that a lot, a lot on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And you have lots of soul contracts and lots of connections. Right. <laughs> yeah, really do. So what kind of clientele do you serve? Yeah. So right now um, I'm just serving the spiritual community almost entirely. Mm -hmm. Typically I work with some men, but mostly women um, ranging from like thirties to fifties. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's not bad. Do you, um, do you yeah. like, what are some of the things that you would probably say are like your highest amount of teachings at the moment when you're coaching? Mm, highest amount of teachings. So you mean like the, the main like spiritual teachings that I work with? Yeah. Like what are some of the, what is like the thing that most people come to you wanting to learn or wanting help with? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So that's a great question because I've actually noticed that has changed and morphed based on where I'm at in my healing process, essentially, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, it's, it's people that have a resonance with me are going to be going through similar things or that I have just overcome myself. So, but there is always the same common denominator. So what most people come to me for is they're on a spiritual journey. They're wanting to, you know, make connect with their higher self, become, a, you know, reach their fullest potential and, you know, are aware that a lot of their programming and conditioning is continuing to keep them in this like lower level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, that's incredibly nuanced and everyone's programming is very specific to them. But the, the common themes that I see is, you know, um, unworthiness. That's, I think, a, a program that has been, you know, really implanted in us because it keeps our keeps us out of our power. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, most of the time it's people not living their authentic truth as well, not living their authenticity. And I didn't even realize how common that is until I started doing this work. But then of course I, it was so obvious once I realized it, because we're not really taught to check in with ourselves and, and, mm -hmm. and ask, you know, does this resonate with me? It's like, mom said this, society said this, friends said this. I remember specifically one time I had a client, we were just using as a small example. She's like, yeah, I've got like all these black handbags because my sister said every woman needs a black handbag and I don't even use it. It's like, do you see that that you took on someone else's truth there? You know? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. great so, one. Yeah, exactly. And, and I do have a lot of people come to me that have unprocessed trauma that they've tried many different tools to work through um, that's still continuing to trigger them. So it's typically people that are wanting to release their triggers and have a stronger spiritual connection. And how long do you typically work with a client? Yeah, so that's definitely kind of evolved as well. <clears throat> Excuse me, I used to do 12 weeks and then I realized, you know what, the 12 weeks really allows us to do a lot of the clearing work, but then there's the integration afterwards in which we start stepping into these embodiment practices of self-love. So now I've expanded my container to six months. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really is an incredible transformation to be able to hold space for having people come to me that just are so unwell, you know, 
and in their day to day and have such potential to do big things here. You know, like all of us, like we start seeds, we have these divine assignments and until we can liberate ourselves from the matrix of our conditioning and our programming, we aren't able to access our true power and we aren't able to actually serve and help awaken others, help heal others and raise the vibration, which is what we came here for. Yes, preach. <laughs> I know, right? There's no amen. <laughs> Oh so uh, what else continues to motivate you in your coaching? Mm, that's a beautiful question. I think about that. Seeing, oh yeah, it's, it's those light bulb moments. It's those moments when I'm able to help, when I'm able to cast light on something that's the, the core root of why all of these, you know, high, the top expression of how our conditioning programming shows up, you know, people will be like, Oh, I don't like the way I feel in these moments, or, you know, I'm blaming or whatever, whatever in these situations. And then when we break it down, we peel back layers, peel back layers, and we can get to the, the core thorn of where all this programming came from, and they can see it. You just see like rapid change in people, you know, you, this is how we are able to collapse timelines. This is how we're able to quantum leap is by extracting this these core wounds and pouring light and love back into it. And so when I see these moments of release for people, it's just nothing, nothing is more beautiful than that. You know, and I, I reflect all the time of how grateful I am that this was my divine assignment, you know, is to hold space for people's transformation. Like what an incredible mission. <laughs> just so cool. Oh, yes. I, I, I can just feel the, the heart energy just like expanding. <laughs> Absolutely. As soon as I, yeah, I've just had all of these images go through my mind and every time I'm there, it's just <laughs> such expansion. It kind of reminds me of uh, Brian Weiss's book, The Many Lives, Many Masters, and just like the past life regressions mm -hmm. and just seeing the the root point of a trauma, even if it was in a past life and immediately experiencing some relief of yeah. a complaint or symptom. So Absolutely. that is just beautiful. It's incredible, you know, because your vibration just instantly shifts mm -hmm. you know it's like I, I like to use this analogy of you know we came here as these pristine divine beings you can think of yourself as a goddess or a god but now you have all these shackles and all the shackles is all your programming and conditioning now we have many different tools that act as keys many different healing modalities but sometimes the shackles have multiple locks sometimes you have to try many keys to undo one or it's the wrong key but eventually as you continue to show up for yourself and as you learn how to not withhold love from yourself and lead a more heart-centered life you can blast through all these shackles and really step into your divine power that is incredible imagery <laughs> right oh, yes. Yes. one of the best yeah that was given I've to heard. me a few weeks ago and i was like yeah. gotta share that one <laughs> thank you yeah can't take credit for that that one came that one came through <laughs> you know you said so something if oh sorry go oh. ahead I was like, oh, you first. Uh, you said something a minute. <laughs> you said something a minute ago uh, that really did that that hit home a little bit. But it was in relation to uh, when I asked the question, you know, what are you seeing most often in those that are coming to you for help and guidance right now? And you mentioned the uh, what you're working on within typically does mirror, you know, externally. And so you start to attract those things coming in. And I just wanted to highlight that again, because we talk about, you know, the the powers to be of manifestation and, and everything else and how you everything that you're coming across is a mirror reflection of yourself. Um, and, and by healing others, you also heal within. And so sharing that healing ability and the work that you're doing, it's, it's just amazing. And, and it's just something to be so like proud 
you know, even though pride might be linked to ego, but, <laughs> but yeah, cause you know, half the time we are scared because it takes vulnerability mm-hmm. to talk about these things. So right. it's just another uh, good example of sharing is caring. Absolutely. And again, it's, it's, and thank you so much for, for saying that. I really appreciate that. And um, it's an act of self-love at the end of the day. You know, it's, I actually had this really incredible download come, come through related to this um, last month where I realized, so when, when we are triggered, what that is, is that's an old version of yourself, current life, past life, that's stuck in time. And they're still experiencing that trauma. And when you get triggered, they're sending a wave of, of a health beacon, essentially, to get to your now vessel and be like, hey, I still need you. I still need something from you. And so then the shadow work process is turning around, turning back on that timeline and taking that part of yourself back in and reintegrating them back into wholeness. And so what I realized for myself is through my content and through serving others, I am actually also healing myself at the same time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're all a part of each other and always connected. So healing and loving other people is also healing and loving ourselves and vice versa. <laughs> so if somebody ends up signing up for the coaching, what, what can they expect? Yeah. So my container, like I said, it's six months, first four months, we're doing one-on-one every week. So I always let people know when you step into a container with me, you're telling the universe, okay, I am ready to see everything that's keeping me at my current level. That's preventing me from stepping into the the next expansion of myself. So oftentimes I have people, you know, they'll, they'll come to me in a session and be like, I just have all of these wild childhood memories come up that I had not thought about in many years that were repressed. I'm like, wonderful, we're ready to look at this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's direct mentorship, you know, one-on-one for an hour a week. Um, of course, there's uh, exercises and assignments in between. And then the last couple months, we stagger every two weeks and that's just for the embodiment, the integration. Um, as I've seen, you know, when we're stepping into this new vibration, we're going to be given opportunities to practice that vibration. And for a lot of people, that's the part, that's the part when we can start kind of regressing into old patterns. So I find having the container there to still be the soundboard to be like, nope, keep going. Let's remember the teaching, integrate the teaching, anchor it in, and then allow you to really ground into that new vibration. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. And um, my higher selves have also really been hammering into me that um, energy healing is a really big part of my mission that my human was a little like not on board with for a while. <laughs> so I started training with a, uh, a master level Akashic um, energy healer. And so I'm now adding that into my practice as well. And so my, my guides have been asking me to do this because it allows the um, integration to uh, and the transmutation to happen in between sessions. So that's been a really nice additional tool to be able to work in. Oh, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm really being called to go back into Reiki and amazing my next level training. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Very excited for you. And if you ever get to meet her in person, she gives the best hugs on the planet. Like <laughs> I believe it. I'm not I believe it. I mean, it's just like, oh, family hug, you know, like, yeah. like a great <laughs> hug, you know? Oh um, yeah, absolutely. That like, soul quenching hug. Yes. You're like, okay. Even thanks. more so now since we haven't been able to do so in the last two years. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> I call it the, I didn't know I needed that hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much. I'm totally going to use that. Oh, okay. So any, any other questions, Shira? Um, you, you know, can- yeah. I mean, we're doing great on time. So is there anything mm-hmm. that you would like to share with our audience that you feel um, is really needed to be heard right now? Mm, that's a wonderful question. See. Yeah. Take your time. Yeah, that's I'm just a, checking for a tough one. moment. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like so many mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> <sighs> Let's see. 
like what was coming through what I was hearing was keep going you know I think we're at perhaps the densest part of our collective evolution right now and I know a lot of people we're just getting hit with all of these energy updates um and we're you know we're transmuting this energy in our vessels and it can be a lot you know it can it can be a lot emotionally spiritually physically I'm sure both of you have experienced symptoms from this myself included um and to just know that there are so many other people going through this experience um, and that you chose to be here. You chose to be here at a very special and essential time on our planets. Um, so just knowing that things are going to get easier, but, you know, of course, we're still going kind of through the thick of it. Um, but that you are so, it is so important that you are here. It's so important that you are here. So doing the things that you need to do to nourish yourself and stay as grounded as you can throughout this experience is going to create the most relief <laughs> as we're doing these huge energy updates. Um, so that the, the main message that came through was, you know, like, just keep going. We are going to get on the other side of this <laughs> sooner rather than later. Oh, that's I love so that. Beautiful. Well done. And great reminder right now, for sure. It yeah. does feel heavy. It feels heavy and there's so many distractions, you know? So I think it's so important for us to just really be diligent about where we're putting our focus and being, you know, I've really been sitting with some of Abraham Hicks teachings more lately, just as the, the reminders, right? Because there are so many distractions and there are so many ways in which ego tries to, you know, shift our focus into limitation and lack. But because we are all such powerful creators, unfortunately, that just creates more limitation and lack in our life. So just being very, very diligent and intentional with where you want to put your awareness and what you want to share your energy with. Yes. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So if somebody Thank wants to so reach much. out to you and connect with you, like how would they do that? Yeah, thank you so much for asking. So um, I'm pretty active on social channels, TikTok and Instagram. I go by Light Within Coaching. Um, my DMs are always open. Those are the best ways to get a hold of me right now. Perfect. And we'll definitely awesome. link all that information below. <laughs> thank and you, you said so it's TikTok much. and Instagram. Yes. Yes. Okay. And mm -hmm. her link tree is on Instagram and TikTok. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yes, it is. And then I was wondering just for the two of you ladies, you know, what inspired you to start this podcast? Oh, I, I think the whole sharing is caring thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, Shira and I, we were brought this information and we started discussing like, oh, this can't just be it right here. Mm -hmm. There's so much more where, like, where is the love? Oh, it's within us. We just have mm -hmm. to foster it and, and, and help grow it and, mm -hmm. you know, feed that garden within us. And the importance of sharing that with everybody else, because we recognize that we are all a collective and that we are all one. And so when we love each other, we are loving ourselves and vice versa. So I, yeah. the holistic healing aspect Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just really want to uh, thank you for creating this platform to have these open discussions because, you know, us starseeds are all spread out. Lots of us are out there going at it alone and it can just be so cathartic for people to be able to walk into these conversations and be like, wow, these thoughts that I'm thinking other people are experiencing these things, other people are feeling these things and coming to the same levels of awareness. So thank you for creating yeah. space for those yeah. conversations. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for me, it was uh, stepping out of a fear-based thought process. And, you know, I, I tested that out with, you know, when I experienced cancer and I announced that to on a very public platform on what I went through and how to get through it. And it was like, if I can do that, you know, I can share these other experiences that Carrie and I are learning because it's so important that we are taking care of ourselves 
um, in order for that to reflect with everyone else, because every light that we shine brighter allows others to shine theirs. And we need a lot more of that light on this planet right now. So, yeah. And, and just the limitations in Western medicine, right? Having been a part of the healthcare field for 20 years, like there is that area that is extremely lacking and, you know, I've been able to start incorporating that in my care with patients. So I I want to expand that outward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for doing that because yeah, of course, 100% agree, you know, it's that just, that's what became really clear to me through my journey of becoming a healer was, you know, just working on a physical vessel is really Mm short-sighted because essentially it's like the problem starts on the spiritual and filters its way down through our emotional body, through our mental body. And the last step, the last point is typically a physical vessel in which your higher selves, like you have to do your inner work. There is no hiding (laughs) from this, you know, but the typical Western medicine approach is simply just, you know, take the pill, do the thing, move on with your life. And it's, you know, putting a bandaid on the problem as we know. Fix the machine rather than tending to the garden. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very nicely said. <laughs> I tell and you, you know, what, there's a time and place for each, but it's, <laughs> it's good to integrate them. Yes. Right? If we want to heal, it's about integrating them. Yes, absolutely. All right. Anything else? No? no I think okay. Yeah. So we have, I've got one more question for you. Yeah. So this is a question that we like to ask all of our guests. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you need to take a moment to, to think about this, mm-hmm. totally understandable. This is a slow burning question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what does self-love mean to you? Mm-hmm. Beautiful question. I better have a good answer as, as a self-love coach. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what is self-love to me? Self-love is being able to get to a point of unconditional, unapologetic, radical self-acceptance where you can look at the good, bad, and the ugly and keep your heart open to all of it. Oh, that's it. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for asking. Uh, Kate, this has been amazing. And I'm just so grateful that Shira found you and that we were able to connect and bring you on today. Thank you so much for joining us. Wonderful. It has been absolutely. I really appreciate that opportunity. Yes. It's so wonderful to meet you both. This has been an incredible conversation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I would love that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely love that. <laughs> Definitely, let's, let's keep in touch. At, at some point, I would love to share a hug with you too. <laughs> so we'll do that virtually. Virtually, yes. <laughs> sending so much love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay, Kate, thank you so much for being here today. Absolutely. This was an incredible conversation. Thank you so much for uh, your vulnerability and sharing your connection with. Uh, deepening with yourself and your higher selves um, and just being open to sharing all this light and love with everybody. Absolutely. And likewise to both of you. Thank Thank you you for doing this work. Thank you for continuing to show up for yourself and for others. All right, everybody. This has been an awesome episode. We just want to remind you, don't forget to love first, (laughs) love last, and love always. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.
listener. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoy today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. Love Always Self Podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.